I've always wondered if regular real people on the other side of this microphone care about what takes place before we open the microphone. I make a lot of noises. I do. It's just one of those things. It's, it's, it's like a child. A child that's playing with toys and, and he's got to hurry up and put them away because morning will get here and mom and dad don't want him to have those toys just yet. <laughs> Every bit present, which means what to a traveler meeting others in a past that they keep rewriting. To be present doesn't mean wearing a sign that reads, I'm here. It's me. I'm here. It's knowing where here is. And why here shares a certain importance in the presence of what is right now. Too many people abuse the words or term, I'm here. I'm here. How you doing today? I'm here. Well, where is here? Why does it feel like a negative more than a positive? It should be a giving sense of direction. They've turned here into a wrecking ball that keeps hitting the soul in ways that damage other people's ambitions. If here isn't your happy place, where would you rather be? And does it carry the same outreach? Being here is in the moment. Nobody says that you have to love it or take it on like a challenger. Be every bit present. Find yourself in an area not yet written. And no, you can't return it to Amazon. I'm here. It's a pet peeve. Why can't you just say, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. I am in the presence of now. And we own it. Hey, it's Harold. This is the Daily Mess, a chronological walkthrough in everyday world. I am a daily writer. See the pride I put into that? I am a daily writer. I want you to do something like that in your life. I am. Boom. Because it gives you direction. It puts you in this place of right now. This is the Daily Mess. Doing all we can to dismiss ourselves from the daily headlines. It's at the point of being, okay, without knowing. And then shouting out, don't tell me. God, I would love to live in a small town where the residents, they have no internet connection, and the local newspaper is delivered maybe once a week, if you're lucky. The price of fuel being so high, the paper boy can't get his dang car up the mountainside. You may have to wait two weeks for that newspaper. How would we live inside such a society, knowing less? Would we be lost, or would we find comfort? Our innocence ends the moment that we open our eyes. There it is, that big old world. We got to escape it just for a few minutes or maybe even hours. But, oh, we're back. How do we get back to La La Land? I mean, Dorothy never saw Oz again, yet we keep watching The Wizard of Oz over and over again. What are we looking for? Why is Dorothy not interested? She's dismissing herself from the daily headlines, and I think she's winning. Her and that dog named Toto. Doing all we can to dismiss ourselves from the daily headlines. I try. I really do try. But when I wake up each morning, I'm no different than my father was with his morning paper, the Billings Gazette. He would open it up, and you would hear him grumble. Same thing with me. When I get on my smartphone and I go to CNN.com, then Fox.com, and then NBC.com, I go to every .com there is available, changing, evolving, growing in a direction that I really can't do anything about, but I just want to know about it. Doing all we can to dismiss ourselves from the daily headlines.
I think one of the most peaceful times I've ever enjoyed was when I was studying the words of Julia Cameron, who gave us The Artist Way, The Vein of Gold, and so many other beautiful books. And in those chapters, she challenged us to have reading deprivation, to step free of the headlines. Could we do it for seven days? And I did. It took me about four days to get through the storms because I wanted to know. But we're always in search of the Easter egg. We want to know what's being dropped in society so that we can expect something to happen a little bit later on. The question is, do you need those Easter eggs? Do you need those headlines? Did you need to know what was going on on the north side of town? You're a long ways away from that, but yet you feel like it's poisoned your soul for the day. Dismissing ourselves from the daily headlines. What happens if our heart and our head create their own headlines and we have to live off from what it is delivering to the rest of our system of choice? Are we bringing all of those headlines to a place that doesn't need it? And how do we stop ourselves from guilt tripping, shaming, feeling sorry for, and basically feeling like we've been left out? We are the media ourselves. We create our own stories. We just don't have anything to back it up except for those feelings that we want to change, but we don't. Because there's something about what we're doing that needs that fuel to keep pushing forward. I daily write. It's not for everybody because it's a chore. Meditation, the same thing. It's not for everybody because it takes a lot of work. It takes years to fine-tune the escape. So I ask you, where do you go to breathe? Is it the front seat of the car with the music really loud? Do it again, four or five times a day. Is it going into the bathroom at work and just putting your hands over your face and going, why, Lord, why? Do it. Let it out. Get rid of the headlines, the noisemakers. It's a lot of work, but you can do it. I'm Arrow, and that's The Daily Mess.